This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi everyone, this is Paul Simpson, manager at Carlisle United and you're listening to the Blue Army Podcast. My name is Jamie Devitt. My name is Maddie Robson. My name is Chris Miller. My name is Paul Anderson. My name is Mark Boyd. Hello, my name is Derek Combs. My name is Toby Show Silva. My name is Greg Abbott and you're listening to the Blue Army Podcast. Enjoy. Good evening. Evening. Why is that so dark? I'm dark as well, but you're dark. This is what I am now. I live in the shadow realm, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Just Mary Potter, isn't it? (laughs) We don't have electricity. Yeah. I I also live in Mary Potter, evidently. Uh, this isn't great podcast content. Like we're going to say, it's, da- it's dark. Me and me and Liam's camera yeah. is dark. Um, <laughs> Mine and Max's isn't. No, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's a bit different. It's a bit different than usual. It's a little bit different than usual. I think I'm going to put some like Christmas decorations over here somewhere. Talking about Christmas okay. decorations, though. Um, you know, we've got to have a Christmas party, and uh, we, we were out actually on this Saturday. And uh, Max let slip that he wants to do a drunk episode. Of, yeah, like, uh, what, what, you know, how, how, do, yeah. how would we do that, mate? How, how would you do a drunk episode? Well, I think it'd be better in person, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I haven't really planned it out. I just thought it'd be a good idea. Maybe like a, a New Year's thing. But yeah, I'll just leave it open to the open to the group, really. No, we'll have to plan this out. Yeah, we'll have to plan this out. Definitely, we'll sort something out. I reckon it'll be a lot of fun. Like, just have a couple of drinks and just do like a like an end of year awards or like some do one of those kind of shows. I reckon that'll be a lot yeah. of fun. So, um, lads, uh, before talking about the end of the year shows, we we we've got to kick this show off properly, really. And uh, if you'll allow me to do the honors, I'll do it right now. Oh, how's it gonna? Welcome back to the Blue Army Podcast. This is, of course, episode 136. And I am absolutely buzzing to be joined by the free men that I like to call the Cumbrian Brain Trust. That's right, I'm talking about Liam, Max and Will. Welcome back, boys. How are we doing? Not bad. All good, mate. All good. Fantastic. It is 
is good. Now you you accused me of jink, jinxing the takeover on the last episode, and uh, I mean it all it all came <laughs> out the bag pretty much like ten hours later. I'm pretty sure uh, the next morning, in fact, the news broke. Uh, we'll go on to talk about that though in the news. And uh, yeah, lads, before we plow on with the show and the content that we have ahead of us, it's time for the traditions around here, and that can mean it's time for one thing and one thing only. That's right, it's time for. The Blue Army Podcast, Joke of the Week. Oh, think he's trying to. <laughs> it's the Blue Army Podcast. Here we go, boys. Um, what do you call a, a reverse exorcism? No, I'm joking. We're leaving that one where. <laughs> I had quite a few people actually ask me what the joke was. <laughs> did you tell them? So, yeah, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad joke. You can, yeah. you, I mean, you're allowed to tell your mates. If you want to know? Yeah, all... if you want to know, Google it. Yeah, well, I mean, we're all, we're all. Well, no, we're not encouraging people to do that. No. <laughs> like, the whole reason we didn't tell the joke on the podcast is because it's not safe for everyone to hear the punchline for the joke. <laughs> But uh, no, let's uh, we'll move on. We're going to do the Blue Army podcast joke of the week, and this week, all right, here we go. Pretty tame. What do you call two blackbirds stuck together? Um, don't know. Velcros. <laughs> it's good enough. It's good enough for yeah, us. Yeah, it's good yeah. enough. I like for the us. stupid ones like that. Yeah. <laughs> I love, yeah, I love a pun. <laughs> it's good enough for us this week. It's good enough for us this week. That was the Blue Army podcast joke of the week. And that means it's time to move on to the part of the show where we get to find out what's been happening here. What's been happening there? In the league, one roundup with Wills and Liam. Take it away, boys. Hey, well, my computer's frozen, so I can't like <laughs> I can't look through the news right now. But um, I'll I'll so so gonna, do you want me to yeah. start off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Well, there's been some. Wills can stick with us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So to start things off, we've got some big breaking news from Barnsley, and what is honestly just quite comical more than anything um, and that's that despite their win against Horsham, a 3-0 win in the FA Cup, they're now out of the FA Cup because they fielded an ineligible player which means oh, no that Horsham yeah. which, <laughs> which means that Horsham because uh, he, he was cup-tied I think he'd come back from a loan spell or something and he, he was, he was cup-tied um, but yeah so Horsham are now in the second round despite getting battered it's good um, news for them it's yeah. good news yeah, for yeah. Horsham. They'll probably go on and win the cup. <laughs> probably go on and win the cup now, won't they? Oh Horsham. yeah! Can you imagine? But Barnsley have just held their hands up and said we made a mistake. To be fair to them, yeah, they have just they have <laughs> taken the punishment. You know, they, they have literally just taken the punishment and said, "Yeah, it's our fault." Um, but yeah, it'll be. Do you remember when Denmark didn't qualify for the Euros and then won the Euros? It's 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 that kind of a a situation yeah. with Horsham. Um, Are you kind so, of like? Thinking back to ninety, is it nineteen ninety three? Yeah, I wasn't alive for it, but I've watched a documentary. (laughs) 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 
happened. That did happen, and it's going to happen again with Horsham because they're my favourites for the FA Cup now. They'll they'll they'll, they'll, they'll see it. They'll see it as a sign, and they'll go all the way. Yeah. Okay, so it kind of happened with Stevenage when they should have got relegated, and look at them now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and I <laughs> regret every day that Stevenage didn't go down that season. Um, and on that on that on that note, <laughs> I mean, I've gone through like the uh, results in League One, and it's been it's been a weekend of big wins for some of the teams up at the top ends. Um, Bolton thrashed Exeter seven nil. Yeah, that was impressive. Like um, Blackpool beat Portsmouth four nil, and and. It's, Obviously, Portsmouth went into the weekend, top of the table. It's a first defeat at Fratton Park as well, and that's allowed Bolton to leapfrog them and go top. And then also Stevenage, um, 3-0 win over Fleetwood Town. So, you know, other than Portsmouth, um, I think... Peterborough beat Burton 4-0 as well. And everyone, yeah, so, um, but you know, besides that, another team at the top of the table that haven't had a, a good win Oxford United under their new manager, mm. um, after the previous one left to manage Bristol City, they were beaten by Cheltenham Town 2 0. The real shock result there. And that's a that's ten man Cheltenham Town as well. They got a player sent off in the first half. They did, oh. yeah. And Oxford, well, both teams ended up with ten men. Oxford's, oh yeah, Oxford's that was, that was a little bit later on. Though. Later on in the second half, yeah. And then Cheltenham went two 0 up when it was ten v ten. So, real yeah, real shock result. Cheltenham have kind of like shown signs of improving um, under Donald Clark, but um, yeah. Still, big shock result, Oxford being one of those top teams. Uh, and then also, down at the bottom end of the table, uh, who, was I look- who was I looking for? Reading. Reading, yes, indeed, Reading also won. So that's the, you know, the two teams, second, well, bottom and second from bottom, they've both won at the weekend. Probably kind of like makes that point that we've got all the more important. Um, meanwhile, Exeter, like I say, 7-0 defeat against Bolton. Their recent form has really become a a slide. And I've I've seen comments from their fans. They're very worried about where things are going. Um, you, you know, whether they're a fan-owned club, but I've seen comments, you know, do they need to seek investment? Uh, obviously, looking at do they need to change the manager? Which, because haven't they just changed the manager? Sorry, yeah. Um, they did, yeah. They, yeah, uh, Gary Caldwell. Yeah, sorry. Um, I, I normally have all these things kind of like up on the screen before we start, but because my computer froze, I had to kind of go into this looking at a blank screen. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds pretty similar to when you fumbled in front of Jamie Devitt last week. <laughs> <laughs> 
mate. No, is that everything? <laughs> it, it is, yeah. It's it is, basically yeah. Results. Beautiful, boys. No, it's an absolute pleasure as always because we always get to find out what's up and happening here. What's up and happening there in the league? One roundup with Wills and Liam. Boys, thank you very much. Now, me and Max had a little brief conversation uh, on Saturday. And, uh, you know, we, we're running out of ideas for, for Max's million dollar idea. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure he's got one for us this week because he hasn't said anything <laughs> otherwise. Uh, but first, before we kick things off, I have to apologise. Oh, God. Because it's the one time <laughs> I just couldn't think of a rhyme. It's Max's million pound idea. Go on, Max. <laughs> so the issue I, I want to bring up this week is actually something I've seen on on Twitter today quite a lot. And it's um, going off the back of the, um, obviously, them bringing out the tickets for the um, Blackpool game. Uh, a lot of people are quite... Um, kind of annoyed that all the tickets have been sold out already to the season ticket holders. Um, <laughs> yeah, big up, big up the season ticket holders. Are you going <laughs> to it? Know, it's like, yeah, yeah, I've got my ticket. You can tell. You, <laughs> yeah. So I'm one of the unlucky ones. Well, say unlucky, but um, obviously I haven't got a season ticket this season. Um, and you can tell on Twitter who has and who hasn't, just put it that way. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to sort of bring that up and, and see... I think I already know what Liam's going to say, but um, whether because I know I don't know exactly how Premier League clubs do it, but I know there are systems in place at most clubs. Um, a lot of it's points, isn't it? Like you, you go yeah, to so, so like many of the points. crap away games, you get to go to the good away games. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah and a lot of clubs at this level and even below have similar systems as well. It's not mm. even just the top clubs. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so I was just. Seeing what you what you would all think about that, really. I mean, it's never been something I've thought of before not, today, to be honest. Um, not I don't know whether it's an issue, is it? I mean, no, not, not really. Not for a season ticket holder. Let's no, hear your no, no, no. opinions first. Let's hear, let's hear Liam and Will get in first. I haven't I haven't been to an away match for a while. I certainly wasn't going to this one because I'm too busy. But um, still, I think that it's it's not that often that we kind of have a situation where things can sell out that quickly. And, you know, usually it's something like, obviously, when we went to Liverpool, um, you know, like a big match like that. And, you know, usually they'll do, you know, they'll anticipate that that match is going to be oversubscribed and do a special offer to get people to go to one of the games just before. As I remember um, with the Liverpool game, it was... The, you know, we were playing Tramere in the league a couple of weeks before, and it's like if you went to that game, keep your tickets stub, and it would get you on after the season ticket holders, to be fair, would get you kind of onto the next step to buy tickets. Um, but whether with you know, you know, with this just being a normal league game, and it's just I think it's it's just the fact that it's a, a relatively close one and the interest uh in the club with the takeover and they haven't, you know, perhaps haven't anticipated it as as one that's going to be so oversubscribed. I mean, if anything, it does sort of um, give you a bit of an incentive to actually get a season ticket. Um, if you think of it that way, like, I'm kind of regretting not getting one now, but um, I think definitely the next season, the amount of season tickets sold 
especially if we stay in League One, is going to be like way bigger than this season. Mm. Even off the back of that promotion. Yeah. I think if the Smart will launch some kind of early bird season ticket thing, you know, the Christmas time in it, it's like a Christmas present kind of thing. Yeah, you, yeah. Can, get, like, you can get like half season tickets, can't you? No, I mean yeah, like for, the next from year. From Christmas. Oh, right. People okay, already yeah. have season tickets to, you know what I mean? It's, it's like more of a bigger gift, I guess. Super renewal. Yes, super renewal. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds impressive, I know, though. Because I, I know people who've like got a membership to the supporters club purely to get, like, because they get them earlier as well. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's season tickets. tickets and then they're getting released to supporters club members next week, I think. Mm. Yeah, so. But yeah, what's Liam, what's, what's, that, no, what's that Liam saying really. though? What's Liam saying? I'm I'm, tr- I'm trying to oh, stay yeah, quiet exactly. out of um. Yeah, no. <laughs> like in the comment section this week. Yeah, I feel like you've kind so like, did they all get sold to season ticket holders? So even there's still some, some left. There's like, there's like oh, a hundred left. There's still some. Gonna, left. Gonna, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's, a bit, what's it moaning about? Exactly. <laughs> because, it's because. It, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not me moaning, by the way. I'm just, I'm just kind of. I'm just kind of voicing yeah. the, I, uh, my, my opinion on, on this is my my overall opinion is this is Max is right the tick the points thing should happen but it doesn't benefit me so I hope it doesn't you know if we're talking <laughs> com- if we're talking completely fair well, you, you, go, you go to some like season, you go to some like obscure away games. games it's not it's, it's not in control it's not in control of like anyone at Carlisle United is it it's like Blackpool have to release more tickets and that's what's going to resolve the problem mm. so well, like, I think Blackpool are being really stingy I think they're being accused of being to be, really stingy yeah. this season with the way I tickets. thought the I thought the allocation was going to be pretty good for Blackpool like not maybe not as much as Bolton but something similar maybe like 3 3 and a half thousand maybe yeah and, yeah, and I I went to Blackpool um as as a home fan. I won some tickets mm. once upon a time, and they were playing Sheffield United, and they gave Sheffield United like pretty much an entire stand to themselves, opposite where I was, and you know they yeah. they, they they were doing it a lot in the Championship where they'd open a, like a massive amount of you know was allocation that, for away fans, but they're just not doing it this season. Was that when the Oystons were um, in charge, and there was a lot of most Blackpool fans still boycotting? Oh, I, I have a clue. I, uh... was it, well, were there many no, people it's, it's, there it, when you went? Did someone throw anything at you on your way in? Um, <laughs> it's, it's not scab, that I can remember. Scab, scab. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they were boycotting when so you much said that you they won these to... tickets in the raffle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> giving away tickets to these random, random students. <laughs> but no, no, no. Um, I mean, you know, uh, to, to get things back on track for you, Max. <laughs> I just wanted to get everyone's fault because at the end of the day, you know, it it is common sense. Will at the end of the day, you'll conclude on common sense, and common sense is season ticket holders have to go first. It's fair enough that you know if you haven't got a season ticket holder, you can begrudge it, but common sense goes first, and so you just kind of have to pipe down a little bit. It's not really the club's fault or the season ticket holders' fault for wanting to support the club. <laughs> so don't don't well go at them for getting tickets and having season tickets. Um, but also, yeah, you know, quite, Blackpool get on Blackpool um, and ask them for more tickets. That's who it is. Yeah, <laughs> we should get more tickets. But I think there was a few uh, raw emotions um, on Twitter this morning, just of people obviously not being able to get them. But, and, but uh, there are still tickets you know, available. What? what do you there's mean? There's like a hundred. There's not many. They're going to get hoovered up. Like. If they haven't already been by the, but why are people but, complaining now, when they could still get them? 
Why because the, well, the argument is you can beat it. Yeah, not everyone's in a queue. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what, if you Carl, arrive, arrive like, count yeah. how many people are in the queue, and be like, you know, I think you're allowed to buy two. Are you only allowed to buy two tickets? Yeah. Yeah. So if there's 50 people in the queue, you're pretty much fucked. Is that it, Max? This week, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. We might we might come up with something new next week, but for now, if you have got a million dollar idea, obviously send it in to us at the Blue Army Podcast on Instagram in the comment section here to the Instagram page that Max has with the Carlisle United fans, and obviously you know put some put something in Liam's comment section like about him being a ooh, elitist season ticket holder. He's got to Blackpool. But no, thanks very much, Max. Thanks very much. And uh, no, I'm not going to apologise to Liam. Never. But I'll apologise to you, Max, because it's the one time <laughs> I couldn't think of a rhyme. It was Max's billion pound idea. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Right, lads, we'll move on to the Carlisle United related news. And there's obviously one huge story that is dominating absolutely everything. No, we didn't jinx it last week on the Blue Army podcast. The takeover has gone through and the Pataic family are now the new... Majority shareholders and owners of Carlisle United. Uh, leaving the way of uh, who was it? Andrew Jenkins is gone. Uh, go on, Will. You know these names. Yeah. Well, Jen- uh, Nixon's still on the board, although Nixon. he's no longer he's no longer a shareholder. Mm-hmm. Jenkins has left. Pattinson's left, and Lord Clark of Windermere has left. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go for the Pataic family. Um, you know, it's, it's a Game a of Thrones name. <laughs> 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 it's a huge brood uh, the Pataic family uh, they're all here now Tom Tom Jr who follows Liam on Twitter or X or whatever it's called now uh, is it is that, is that what it was yeah yeah. That is your it. Twitter handle Liam go can, on. I just, can I just can I just jump in as well I've go got on. Jenna Nick and Tom Jr all following my my Instagram oh, account now I'm sure I'm sure they're listening <laughs> Look at that! Look at that! The rubbing, the rubbing shoulders. They're looking at your content. They're looking at your content. Uh, they might be listening. Who knows? They might be listening. If they are, they obviously don't like us enough to follow us. Hope they do, though. Hope they do. Give us a follow, whichever one you are. That'd be nice. Uh, but no, uh, we'll move on, lads. We'll move on. Um, or we won't move on. We'll talk about the takeover. It was a fantastic occasion. Um, we, we, it was, you know, this this weekend at Carlisle United, uh, the big halftime show, the reveal, uh, the big songs, the climatic occasion. Um, I mean, was the atmosphere? Was everyone up for it? Did everyone seem like you know? That I, I was. I wasn't there to you know. But was everyone sort of like supporting the American? Did everyone get swept up in in American fever? Or was there a couple of sort of like here they are the Yankees around us? You know what was what was the feeling like around Brooklyn Park? Uh, it was buzzing, wasn't it? it was yeah, it was all it was all positive. Yeah, awesome. I mean with the foam, with the foam fingers and the flags, mm-hmm. fans had something yeah. to let their excitement out. You know. Yeah. And you know it did it did have an effect. Even I think just giving those flags out because you could see them waving and that some geez everyone else up. So. I just say with the foam fingers as well. Yeah. You know I didn't expect it to be as good as it was, but it was absolutely freezing. And <laughs> them them foam yeah. fingers really kept your hands warm. So <laughs> loads of people said that they didn't keep yeah. your hands really warm. To be fair. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, you know, that's that, it's great. No, it is great. And obviously, you know, there's many things ahead. There's been uh, like many interviews now, uh, only about a week later after after the arrival, uh, coming out about like you know wanting to make instant impact and instant change. There's already been noticeable change from the fans. You know, I feel like someone's definitely listening because this big screen appeared at Brunton Park the week after it appeared in Max's Million Pound Idea. Um... <laughs> they must listen. I'm telling you now, they must be listening. <laughs> it wasn't in the position though. Uh, where, where, where we, you know, we wanted replays and things like that. But did anyone enjoy uh, the the pre-match kickoff uh, with the big screen? Did anyone get amongst that? Yeah, I went down early for it. Went to have a look. Yeah, didn't spend that long there. Didn't get too early, but you know, went to see what the big screen was all about. Yeah, it was, it, was it nice? Good. Was it good? Big. But was it sound? All surround soundy. Was it all good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, it. It was, yeah. And there was right, a lot, okay. a lot of people there really early on as well. Like. You know, I, I can imagine they must have sold loads of everything, really, scran drink or, or, or everything that was available. Because Didn't he had sell that... much ice cream. <laughs> yeah, no, they, it is weird that that's there, but that van also just like, like... I know, I felt a bit bad for the ice cream, yeah. man. He was but, just but so sad as well. something then and then put your yeah. ice cream on top, they'll be so lazy. No, but they do, <laughs> they do do loads of stuff. And it it says on the, on the, on the truck, it's like ice cream, waffles, and then oysters. And oh. it's just it's 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 a strange van. Yeah. But, um, oysters at the front. Oysters, wall. oysters are not. Yeah, oysters are them waffle ice ice cream. Yeah. No, I, I know, I know what you oysters, mean. But, yeah. like, but but still, it's they don't just do ice cream; they do other stuff as well. Oysters still ice cream. It's not. It's it's waffles. <laughs> it's it's a different yeah, it's a, thing it's a, entirely. It's a it's a night. No, it's just an alternative to a cone. <laughs> you get ice cream. You can either have it in a tub if you're a complete. Troglodyte. You can have it in a cone. You can have it in a cone dipped in like a fancy cone dipped in chocolate, or you can have it in an oyster, which is the true king of ice creams. Well, I'm well, well. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I just tried to waffle my way out of it. I genuinely thought it was oh, Jesus Christ, William. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Yeah. I've never heard of an ice cream oyster. <laughs> you must have seen them on the menu, though. Like dipping always... chocolate and coconut. I genuinely walked past it. It's like, oh, that's a bit different. It's like You'll a kind of clamshell type thing, and it's got marshmallow in it as well. <laughs> Next time you see one, not not, not some salty seafood, then. No. no. Have we done a <laughs> job in Dawson, and they're not paying us, man? Fucking hell. Well, you know, I think like after after the weekend, they maybe appreciate us talking up. You know. Uh, maybe mm, well, yeah, but we've done enough. We've done enough, though. We've done enough. <laughs> <laughs> we've explained what an oyster is. That'll do. <laughs> It's good though, it's good. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's huge news for the club. Obviously, we'll see how things pan out going forward. And uh, yeah, in other Carlisle United related news, in X Blues news, X Blue Jared Branthwaite became the England under 21's captain uh, across the last week. Uh, it was a fantastic accomplishment. And so we want to send our sincerest congratulations to Jared Branthwaite, lads. We always speculate on the value of a Jared Branthwaite, but now he's added the England under 21's captaincy to his already very impressive and very quickly growing resume. How much more is he worth? Now he's the England under twenty ones captain. As quick as you can, please, gentlemen, quick fire. Liam? Fifty mil. Whoa, Max. Um forty for me. Forty. You've gone up a lot though, to be fair. You've gone up a lot. Yeah, I've gone up ten. One. Ten mil. That's yeah. a lot. Will? Forty five mil. Forty right in the middle. 
right in the middle for Will. Um, yeah, you know, with incentives, I'd say, you know, everyone's sort of like in the right kind of area, uh, you know, like initial fees and incentives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that's really fair. Good time this week. Good time this week. But uh, congratulations to uh, Jared Bamfway on that one. Uh, there's a new sign-in uh, after we recorded last week's podcast. He's already featured uh, for Carlisle United and apparently he was amongst the many uh, trialists and trainees that have been joining Carlisle United over the past couple of weeks. So he's been training with the squads and that's why maybe he was very comfortable slinking his way into the starting 11. I'm talking about former Ipswich, former Hull and former Grimsby right-sided player Josh Emmanuel. Uh, he did a lot to impress over the weekend, but obviously we're going to go on and talk about that in uh, the match report. So I'll quickly move on to the next bit, which is also about new signings. Paul Simpson came out and said he very much expects there to be a new signing added this week. Uh, so we all waited with bated breath and uh, it seems like it might be Livingston goalkeeper. Uh, the name the name sort of uh, leaves my head now, uh, but it's been very much rumoured uh, to be the Livingston goalkeeper. And uh, so we'll see how that situation unfolds. Gentlemen, that has been the Carlisle United related news for this week. And before we move on to playing the game with the longest name, it's time for a word from some of our sponsors. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Oh, all right, gentlemen, here we go. It's time to play the game with the longest name. That's right, gentlemen, it's time to play the Blue Army podcast, higher or lower related to an overall rating on FIFA from a certain year, which also includes one equals now. And this time, it's the turn of FIFA 20! Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Hopefully have a chance at this one. Yeah, hey boys, that's right. You did well last week with Jamie Devitt's assistance. You know, uh, he, he guided you very comfortably towards the end zone, and uh, it did take you a few episodes, though. So you're still chasing down uh, a record, but obviously the game's changed because there's one equals now. And you might think, what does that one equals mean? If you're a new listener to the Blue Army podcast, it means that somewhere amongst the higher or lower overall really related um, I'll get my jumbled words up now. <laughs> amongst all the higher or lower related overall FIFA ratings for a Carlisle United squad related to a certain year and this time it's FIFA 20. There is one equal now which means 
the stats will be the same at least once somewhere within this squad. Right, gentlemen, we're going to kick things off this week. And before we do, we've got to decide an order. And the order this week will be decided by... I always think of this on the fucking fly. Why do I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, your favorite condiment. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so big surprise, Liam. What's yours? Mayonnaise. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put that picture on the social media now. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. so Otherwise, so people won't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put that picture on the social media now. <laughs> Got it on my start. Is that all right, Lee? Hey, everyone in my uni's already got it somehow. Okay, I'll give it to the world. All right, I'm gonna have to. I'll put it up. I'll put it up for people to see. Um, Will mustard, mustard. Oh, which which kind of mustard? Um, let's go with Dijon. Ah, good choice, good choice, Max. Um, I'm gonna go with mayo, but garlic. Oh, <laughs> he's done you, Liam, right at the end. He's done <laughs> garlic mayo's the elite, as I like to call it, aioli. Um, garlic mayo's the elite <laughs> condiment, uh, absolutely. But Liam, mayonnaise is next. And uh, mustard, um, it belongs on a couple of things, Will. And you're right, it does, but not on everything. Not on everything like mayonnaise like and bin. garlic mayo. Get mustard out of Haven't you also downed mustard, Liam? That doesn't need to be discussed at this present moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use my catchphrase and get you out of this, Liam. Moving on. <laughs> We're going to kick off the first thing. So, Max, you're off first, and it's Liam. Then it's Will. It's uh, it's Adam Collins, and it's an overall rating of 62. Uh, so, the next person on the list, higher or lower than Adam Collins, is the question, Max. Byron Webster. Um. Yeah, I think he was pretty high, if uh, my memory serves me well, so... I'll say higher. I'm going to say higher, and you would be correct. Well done. So we're going to move straight on to Liam. Higher or lower than Byron Webster? Liam. Mike Jones? Um, Mike Jones was lower. I'm going to say lower than Byron Webster. And you'd be correct. Well done. You guys are off to a great start. Can you all make it a full house around the houses once with Wills? Mm-hmm. Higher or lower than Mike Jones? Nathan um, Thomas? Oh, Mm, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna go higher. Gonna say higher. And you'd be correct, mate. Well done. It was a difficult one, that one for you. It was hard to, you know, you, you're all tried and tested method. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It's a difficult one, but we're round the houses at least once and we've ploughed through uh, at least a quarter of the squad. So well done, gentlemen. Max, we're back to you. Higher or lower than Nathan Thomas? I hate to say his name. Harry McCurdy. Ooh. Ooh. Um, lower, surely. Lower than Nathan Thomas, Harry McCurdy. You would be correct, sir. Rightfully lower than <laughs> Rightfully Nathan lower. Thomas, yeah. Harry McCurdy. And uh, Liam, we're back with you. It's Nathaniel Knight Percival. Higher or lower than Harry higher. McCurdy? You're going to say higher. higher? Yeah. You're very confident. And I'm going to bless your confidence by saying you were right, sir. Well done. I'm going to move on to Wills. Yeah. Higher or lower than Nathaniel Knight Percival to go twice round the bases. Ryan Loft. Uh, 
I think he should be higher because Loft at that point had just really had a couple of loans. I think it was at Exeter. I feel like the evens in there somewhere, but I don't think this is it. I'm going to say higher. Sorry, um, Ryan Loft's lower than Nathaniel Knight Percival. Sorry, I mean. Oh, he saved it. Whoa. Yeah, He's turned it at the last <laughs> second. And he'd be correct for turning it round. Well done, sir. Ryan Loft is lower than Nathaniel Knight Percival. And, I mean, lads, you're smashing it. You're doing really well. You know, you're almost halfway there, pretty much. But that evens in there somewhere. That evens is yeah. still in there somewhere. Well-reminded Wills. Is this the evens? Higher or lower or evens? John Mellish. Ooh, um, I don't think Mellish would have had a decent rating back then. Um, was that when he first joined us, I think? Yeah. Around, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with, I think Loft was like 59 and Mellish like 58, so I'm going to go lower. I'm going to say lower. Well done, Max. <laughs> You've started strongly, lads. You really have. And we're going to move on after John Mellish. Liam, higher or lower? Kelvin Atuhu. Um, I remember Atuhu was 61. So I'm going to say higher. Going to say higher than John Mellish. Kelvin Atuhu, you'd be correct. Well done, lads. You're absolutely smashing it. Will, we're yeah. back with you for a hat trick. For the first ever time. Everybody's still alive. Yeah. FIFA higher or lower. Higher or lower than Kelvin Atuhu. Joshua Coyote. Ooh. Well, um, so Coyote come from Rotherham. Young still the time. I think Coyote... Uh, I, I still don't think it's the evens. I think... Coyote is lower. Gonna say lower for your hat trick, lads. And you've done it, Will. <laughs> Back of the net. It's a good one, that because I'd have said the even for that. Yeah, it's tough because I mean he was in the Island under twenty one squad. Yeah, but maybe he, was, just... he was roughly the same. I think he must have been like one two off. Two who's like an experienced, experienced player though, and that's my rule. <laughs> <laughs> the tried and tested rule. As we go back to Max, from Joshua Coyote to Mohamed Sagath. Um, I don't think he was... But yeah, I'm going to just go with lower with him. Going to say lower. And many will say, Max, that you took the bullet on this one because this one was the equals, I'm afraid. Oh. Uh, I'd be surprised thought... by that because, I mean, Sagath yeah. came from non-league where, as I mentioned, Coyote was a under-21 international at the time. Yeah. Well, even Stevens, <laughs> I'm afraid. But we are going to limp on with Liam and see if Liam and Max can finish this sensational game of higher or lower. Liam and Max? Well, I'm out. Oh, sorry, so... Liam, and, Liam and Will. <laughs> Max is out. Rub Liam it and in. Will. So Marcus Dewhurst, higher or lower than Marcus, uh, Mohamed Sagath. That's me, yeah. Um, That's I think Dewurst was quite crap on FIFA, to be honest. I think it was like 51 or something daft like that. So I'm going to say lower. Got to say lower. But you would be correct, sir. Well done. And you power on. It's over to Wills now, though. 
Is Callum Guy higher or lower than Marcus Dewhurst? It's got to be higher because, I mean, like, if he was lower, it would also mean he was lower than Sagaf. And, nah, it's got to be higher. Got to be higher. Yeah, got to be. You'd be correct, mate. Well done. Well done. You know, good logic. Good logic. And maybe the logic is going to see you guys through all the way to the end as we move over to Liam. Omari Patrick, is he higher or lower than Callum Guy? This is the first one I've got absolutely no idea. There's only one evens, isn't there? Yeah, yeah that's what There's I was There's only thinking. one I, evens I, now. I th- this is when they first both came, isn't it? And I don't think either of them were particularly good when we first got them. Um, I think Callum Guy was about 61, something like that. Yeah, didn't he pretty much just get get injured as soon as he signed Guy? He did, yeah. His, yeah. He got injured at um, Mansfield away. That was it, that game. Um I think I'm going to add some rules next week about concurring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to help um, the title get longer. And Mary Patrick was 58, I think. So I'm going to say Mary Patrick was lower. I'm going to say Mary Patrick was lower than Callum Guy. You'd be correct, mate. Well done. Wills. Yeah. Will you need assistance on this one? See? Lewis <laughs> Alessandra. Higher or lower than Amari Patrick? I'm going to go higher just based on that old experience, chestnut. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. higher. You're going to say higher? Yeah. You'd be correct, mate. Unbelievable. (laughs) Do you want to know how many you've got left? How many? Four. Oh, I don't like this. Uh, well, you wanted to know how many you've got left. You've got four left. There should be a thing like, you know, like on the Crystal Maze where we can spend something to bring Max back. <laughs> <laughs> I said there was like some lone players or something. So like a random, like, yeah. random. <laughs> yeah, there's like a player from Barrow or something. I just, like, I just like have to jumble it around so there's another even again. If Max comes back in. <laughs> there's two more evens. <laughs> But no, it's too late for that. Well, you know, we're going to improve things next week anyway. I know we're going to do, we're going to stop this concurring. It's going to be yellow cards and red cards next week. It's going to be a yellow card, red card system for concurrence next week. Ooh. I'll be watching Ooh. the cameras as well. I've seen you going like this. My camera's off. Well, not this week, Will, not this week from you, but I've seen these two at it. I've seen these two at Mine it. Mine will be off next weekend. <laughs> Ah, back on. Will's his camera's back on. Now we can conquer. Right. <laughs> Shifty bastards. <laughs> uh, right. Higher or lower than Lewis, Lewis Alessandro? We're still playing this game. <laughs> Stefan Skugel. It's Liam. It's Liam, isn't it? Yeah. Stefan Skugel was the highest rated player we had, so he's higher. All right. I suppose he was at Sheffield United. Let's see. Yeah. Gone. Very confident. It sounds like he knows that. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's another. It's another. It's another big hinty concurrence. This will be yellow carded next week. <laughs> yeah. So like I didn't. Just have so that. people know how I it's going to go that. next week. I didn't have that game, so like I didn't. I, I'm surprised at school. This was the one fever I probably yeah. sweated out. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, will higher or lower than Stefan Google Nick Anderton? <laughs> Based he on didn't what even, he didn't even. Said, lower. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Will. <laughs> well, you got two left. You've got two left, all right? We're going to start taking seriously again. Higher or lower than Nick Anderton, right? Because obviously the skill's all over the place mm-hmm. now because Stefan Skugel's the most highly rated. So obviously everyone's lower than Stefan Skugel. So now the skill's all over the place again, all right? Seriousness, here we go. Now. You get it all in one episode. If one of you gets one wrong, <laughs> it's over. It's over. 
right? You've got one episode. You could do it in one episode. Here we go. It's Liam, isn't it? Yeah. Nick Anderson. Over to Aaron Hayden. Higher or lower than Nick Anderson? Oh, well, I actually don't even know. Oh! I, I don't want this to be the one that I get out on. I, I... Okay, right. 50-50. This is when Aaron Hayden came in as a free agent when Stephen Presley signed him. And I don't think... I think he was really good in FIFA 21, but still quite crap in FIFA 20. So I'm going to say Aaron Hayden's lower. I'm going to say Aaron Hayden is lower. But it's close. Than Nick Anderton. And you'd be correct, mate. Well done. It's over in one episode. But there's one left. One left to end it. One will. <laughs> Almost perfectly. Almost perfectly. Higher or lower than Aaron Hayden? Gethin Jones. Yeah, I'm going to say higher. Yeah, I think we've done it. Yeah. Very Give confident. It's Gethin very Jones confident. Around, yeah. Is this the end? Is this the end of FIFA <laughs> higher or lower? Because they've done it in one episode. Yeah. Oh, we've done it. The Cumbrian Brain Trust. Do it in a wanna. Congratulations, lads. Well done. It's quite well sad done. that we got that, to be fair. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty fun. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well done, lads. You've done it. You've beaten the game with the longest name. Congratulations. And uh, next Google's week, that means. Rated. He was week. 66, I think. <laughs> yeah, he was, good so, on, he was good on that fever. I mean, I can't go through everyone's thing, but like Skeffin Google was 65. 65, was it? Yeah. And he was, he was, the, he, he was, he was actually joint with Byron Webster. They were both 65. Ah, uh, uh, right. Skeffin Jones was 63. Byron Webster. Yeah, yeah. Coyote and Mohamed Sagaf were both 57. That's mad, that, because I, I think, yeah... Especially for Coyote, like more Sagaf I can get because he was like, you know, to be to be honest, he wasn't really great even when he got here. Um, but Coyote, you know, he came from a bigger club and was already, as Will says, like an island under twenty ones international. I think that one's a bit a bit strange, and he proved his rating wrong as well. To be fair, and I think he's a lot higher now. Yeah, <laughs> well, lads, there's going to have to be a new game next week, so I'll, I'll, I'll get working on that one. Uh, but you're very much gobbling up uh, the game with the longest name. Uh, so uh, congratulations, lads, congratulations. I haven't got the energy to bloody say the longest name anymore. I'm just going to move straight on uh, to the match <laughs> report. Um, and uh, obviously it's uh, this weekend's huge game, which saw obviously the fanfare, the Pataix takeover during a halftime extravaganza. Uh, but it was a game of football uh, that was played on that day. And it was a, a one one draw that took place at Brunton Park against Charlton Athletic. And before we dive into looking at the match report, as I always do, I'll give you the Carlisle United starting lineup for the game, which this week and past weekend featured Thomas Hoyley in goals, Ben Barkley, Corey Whelan, Sam Lavelle and Jack Armour across a back four with Moxon, Dylan McGeoch and John Mellish playing up front. Uh, and then Emmanuel, Plange and Gibson all playing in a front three. So uh, lots of change. Uh, McGeoch there sticking in the lineup. Uh, Armour, obviously, you know, stepping back in after Robinson's pretty good run of form. He's been back in the side a couple of games now. And obviously Whelan, uh, they're getting himself back amongst there in uh, 
starting contention. So, uh, lads, none of them have really harmed their chances looking into Tuesday night's game against Reading and obviously looking ahead to the huge weekend's fixture against Blackpool. So, you know, you expect to see a lot of changes on Tuesday night, potentially, and that's why the squad potentially looked like the way it did. Or, Will, do you mm-hmm. think that Paul Simpson's found his strongest starting lineup and he's going to stick with it? I don't think he's found his strongest starting lineup yet. Um, you know, I, I don't think we, you know, we didn't create a lot. We kind of did make some good attacks, but it's the same old, same old where there's no one there to finish them off. Uh, we had Plange in the middle up front. Um, I had a lot of praise for Plange in his previous game where he was played on the wing, um, but in that more central position, he didn't really do a lot, and I guess he kind of seemed to want to drift out wide. So I feel like if Garner had been available, it could have been a different story because he just kind of needed that something up front. So yeah, I mean, we've still got you know we've got Coyote coming back. Still, be decisions to make on who has who our strongest lineup is. I think. Yeah, obviously Coyote's coming back. Uh, that's going to be a huge impact uh, coming, coming. I mean, potentially, hopefully, back into full team, first team contention because he's had those sort of like extra two weeks to go through that extra bit of physio and sort of have that extra break over the weekend. And so it's exciting to see when he's going to be pushed back into the team. The bench, though, across the weekend, looking very sparse with O'Brien, Fitzpatrick and Breeze all featuring amongst the subs, uh, all uh, either former or current youth team players at Carlisle United. And uh, so... It does look like we're thin on the ground at the moment. Obviously, the instant signing and starting of Josh Josh Emmanuel has... It's glaringly obvious that we're weak on the ground for for recruits. Liam, would you expect another recruit to pretty much jump into the starting lineup uh, when they're signed? Depends what they bring in. If it's that keeper that people seem to be talking about, I can imagine he probably won't replace Thomas Hawley. But, um, you know... He, he Paul Simpson's also mentioned a player of a real quality. He says coming to train with Carla before long. People have been speculating who that is, but you'd imagine it's probably a striker. And and you know we're talking about strongest yeah. lineups. Um, People seem to think it's Billy Sharp. Yeah, yeah. but I'm not entirely sure. Serious. That's that is, just though. someone. <laughs> I see him like that. Started off as a joke. I think. Like, yeah. I, I, I remember seeing the original tweet. I remember seeing the original tweet of that though, and I'm pretty sure it was just a joke that got out of hand, like yeah. for that whole thing. But I know um, one of my mates who's not even a Carlisle fan just messaged me from Liverpool, being like, "I hear you're signing Billy Sharp." And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "He's not coming from LA Galaxy, Carlisle. That's not, it's, 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 it's not happening." But yeah, I mean, you'd expect um, to see, you'd expect but whoever to see. it is, uh, you'd imagine it's a striker. And he would come in at the first team, yeah. Yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd expect there's is, somebody yeah. that was because going to be recruited. Luke Plange is a lone striker. I hope isn't the answer. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much. Do you think though that with this <laughs> right. investment, Max, that there's the potential to see a lot of players, even though we're thin on the ground now, a lot of players like you know cut ties with Carlisle United over the month of January. Do you think there's going to be that much of a high turnover potentially? Is that what's needed? Yeah, I think there'll be a lot of names that Paul Simpson's obviously mm-hmm. looking at. Um, it's just because they are quite hard to get done, the deals, by the sounds of it. So, um, 
yeah, I think we can expect quite a few from now to the end of the January. Um, so, yeah, I'll just say watch this space when it comes to signings for Carlisle. There's obviously, you know, we obviously need a lot of players. You mentioned the youth players and on the bench there. Um, I don't think Paul would ideally have them um, on the bench, really. Um, so, yeah, I think we're going to get a, get a few players and we obviously need it. That's it. That's it. Recruitment still very important, but we're going to dive into the match report itself. The first half, uh, it was difficult for Carlisle United. It was dogged and uh, you could see the quality of Charlton breaking forward, being able to string many, many quality passes together in the midfield, being able to retain the ball across the back four quite comfortably. But Carlisle actually were pretty happy to sit back and accept the fact that, you know, the game plan wasn't to chase the ball high and, um, you know, just concede that possession. But Charlton did rein in a couple of shots on goal and there was Definitely glimpses of quality within that Charlton squad. And one of those people was the first goal scorer. I'm talking about, is it Blackett, Blackett Taylor? Is that his name? Yeah, Blackett Taylor. And um, so obviously that first goal happened in the second half. Uh, it was some good build-up play from Charlton and they broke into the Carlisle United box. It was a simple goal in the end, but uh, you know it's a quality goal and it's by a quality side that you'd expect to be a lot higher in the league than they are now. Uh, but rather than sinking Carlisle, it was actually the instigator uh, for a bit of a fight back uh, towards the end, or not even towards the end of the second half. For most of the second half, Carlisle United looked very threatening and their goal came. It was very deserved. Uh, it was some great build-up play with uh, Gibson waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for the overlap of Armour and it finally <laughs> came. It was a ricochet though in the end that was uh, breaking very luckily and fortunately, but some reason Sam Lavelle lingered uh, in the box and he was there to meet it quite comfortably in the end with an impressive finish and open his scoring account for Carlisle United uh, in League One. So it's uh, it, 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 it was a great fight back goal, uh, but, you know, for Sam Lavelle, for John Mellish, for these players to, to, to be attacking threats, it's a really good thing. Uh, but lads... Did you think you must have thought at that moment the game was ours to take, Max? Like surely at that moment you yeah, were thinking I mean, build. Yeah, the the feeling in the crowd was definitely, um, you know, we can go and snatch this. I thought, to be fair, at, at times they were sort of there for the taking, but um, yeah, I don't know if it's a bit optimistic for us to expect to go and finish games off like that when we haven't really been you know, scoring as freely as probably we want to. So, you know, I was happy with the point at the end of the day. I just didn't, I didn't want to lose after the whole sort of excitement and, and good feeling about about the place before the game. I thought it had spoiled the party a little bit. So I won once. Yeah, I was pretty happy with it in the end. Yeah. And, um, you know, before before we all give our sort of match reactions, uh, we, we always like to bless the listeners of the Blue Army podcast, their opportunity uh, to give us their match reactions. So, uh, I mean, Max... Do you have any of those match reactions this week? Or Liam, did you get any in your YouTube comment section? Let's find out as we dive into your match reaction. <laughs> Max, you gone first? Yeah, so, the, so I basically... Yeah, you've did... got your own one. <laughs> <laughs> All my match reactions have basically... I didn't write any of them down, so I'll just go off the top of my head. Um, so, yeah, so it was kind of... Um, you know, 
I say this pretty much every week, but everyone had a kind of similar feeling towards the result. Um, you know, uh, I think people were more just excited about the takeover and everything to really care that we um, didn't win the game. And yeah. like you mentioned, Charlton obviously, uh, yeah, Charlton obviously a big team, so it's like a point. A point was an alright result, and um, we didn't really show enough to to win it. If we were going to be honest, so yeah, I think everyone was everyone was chuffed with the with the point, especially with the other the other results around us in the league. Yeah, yeah. Liam, have you got anything from uh, Blue Army's TV YouTube? Um, I had to disappoint this week, but um, my video was only uploaded this morning, um, so it's 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 only stuck on two hundred views and one comment that says. Have you been on the sesh since Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> we were on the sesh on Saturday, to be fair. Yeah. And then Four yeah. Fingers did come in handy, like, to be fair. Perfect for the wrestling, yeah. They were, Perfect they were the great. I mean, yeah. I've got to send you, did I send that video of you, like, trying to, like, you're, like, bouncing on the rope, like, Max, with the flag. Like, you're, like, on the outside, like, bouncing <laughs> up and down on the rope. And then you try and get in, and then you kind of, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, oh, God. I don't even want to say that. I don't even want to say that. <laughs> I can go in there with the mayonnaise yeah. picture, but yeah, the big Cumbria flag though. That was awesome. That was really cool. Yeah, um, I'll get some much reactions for the next the next couple games. Um so yeah, just drop us a, a DM or a comment. Yeah, same, hopefully. <laughs> but that's you know uh, we'll we'll figure it out next week. We'll figure it out next week. <laughs> um well uh, uh Will have you got anything you want to say about the result? Um, now, just to add to what the other lads have already said, I think it was, all things considered, it was a decent result against a decent side. Um, you know, didn't want anything to burst the optimism of the takeover, so a draw is certainly better than a defeat in that respect. It certainly feels like an onwards and upwards kind of moment. Yeah. Yeah, lads, you know, it, it, it's a draw, but like Will rightly said, we're going to have to quote him there. An onwards and upwards kind of moment. I like that one. I like that one. Thanks very much. Uh, but we're going yeah. to move on, Jads, and we're going to uh, give our Foxes Features Man of the Match for that draw against Charlton. Uh, you know, we've been a bit up and down with the Foxes Feature Man of the Match recently. Uh, we haven't always been able to give one, but there's definitely a few contenders in contention this week. And I'd be very interested to find out who Liam has been tightly lipped uh, about this week, who are you going to give your Foxes feature man of the match to? Um, I'm going to give it to Thomas Holly. I think it's probably his best game in a Carlisle shirt. And look, as somebody who has been very critical of Thomas Holly, I think it's only uh, right that I give him credit when it's deserved. You know, some of the saves have been unreal. For everything, he just he just looked every bit a top league one keeper. Okay, that's a fair shout, man. That's a fair shout. Will, do you agree or disagree? Um, I think Thomas Holly did have a good game, but I'm going to give it to Josh Emmanuel. Um, On his debut, I think he was really good. Uh, He he got all over the pitch. He kind of, you know, in defend middle a bit and caused some real problems, was like involved in some of our best attacks. And it was just like a really good debut for him, one that will kind of give everyone else confidence that, that you know we're improving. 
yeah, I thought them two had a, a good game, but um, for opening his account with us, I'm going to give it to Sam Lavelle. Sam Lavelle, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was very tempted to give it Sam Lavelle, uh, but as as Wills has rightly said, you know, uh, on his debut, it makes it that much more impressive that he's gelled with the first team, and he should, you know, in order to do that, you really have to show your quality. So I'm gonna have to give it to Joseph Emmanuel. Um, so yeah, that's my Foxes feature man of the match. Two for him uh, this time, and I'm sure we're gonna see a lot more of him in all kinds of different positions actually, because he's been touted to be a right back. We haven't mentioned that on the podcast as well. Uh, like a very effective right wing back. Player, he's got the stature for it. He's got the physique for it. So it'd be exciting to see how Paul Simpson wants to develop this team with all these new recruits coming in, and hopefully we'll get to talk about some more recruits next week. Uh, but lads, we're going to look ahead to next week, and we're going to give our predictions not for the Tuesday night game against Reading, but for the weekend's game against Blackpool. And uh, as we've already mentioned, they did beat Portsmouth 4-0 this past weekend, and uh, Portsmouth were unbeaten so far in the league up until that point. But you have to say, (laughs) the the momentum's with the Cumbrians. It has to be. The takeover... The, the new signings coming in after beating Reading on Tuesday. It's going to be momentum, momentum, momentum. And we're going to absolutely destroy <laughs> Blackpool in their own backyard. 4-0, I'm going to say, uh, to the mighty, mighty Cumbrians on the roads. It's going to be one of those historic victories uh, that we're going to talk about for many years to come. Uh, Will, what are you saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Reading are, are there for the taking, and I think we'll beat them. What about Blackpool? What I think Blackpool, yeah, okay, start, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, okay, I think it's going to be a tough one, Blackpool, because they're just coming off the back of that big win. Um, I would I'd take a draw, I'd take 1 1. I think All that right, would be okay. a very good result. Okay, okay. Liam? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to agree. I, I thought 1-1 as well. Okay. Which is, which is a very good point away at Blackpool, isn't it? Yeah. If we're being a bit well, honest. That's I mean, a very yeah. good result. Yeah. Not quite as good as a 4-0 yeah. win. But, yeah. I feel like they're coming into form right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> they're a very good team. Max, your result, mate? Well, um, we took a... F- we took loads of fans down to Bolton and beat them 3-1. Uh, and I think Bolton are better than Black, uh, Blackpool, so I'm going to go 3-1 again. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Still really positive. Still really positive. Uh, I don't think I don't think Holy's going to concede, mate. I think, you know, he's, he's going to just become like the solid again. arms machine. <laughs> the spider in nets. All of a sudden. The arms machine. You know, the Pataiks are going to invest in some freakish, like, you know, weird technology for him. And he's going to be able to get like, like, telescopic. Foam fingers. Yeah, like yeah. they've got loads of foam fingers lying around. There's something going to happen with those. It's going to be in, massive. It's going to be He's going to get him in the ice bath. <laughs> More ice baths. It's going to be unbeatable. It's going to be unbeatable. It's going to be unbeatable. He is. He's going to be absolutely unbeatable, lads. Uh, we're going to finish things off with everybody's favourite game. Guessing the player. 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 Come on. Oh yeah. 
That's right, gentlemen. It's time for everybody's favorite game. Guessing the player in this week. Two men playing. Liam and Max at the top of the table. Clash. That is right. We'll sit back and relax, sir, because this week you're enjoying a clash of the Titans at the top of the league. That's right. It's time to see what happens when the gloves are off. When Devitt isn't helping Max, can he do it on <laughs> his own against Liam? Do the league tables tell a lie? No, they don't. At the moment, Liam is wrestling quite comfortably at the top of the league on a score of eight with Max in five in second position. Will, me and yourself are trailing, but we're doing all right, mate. We're doing all right, but let's focus on the top of the table clash. We're going to focus on Liam and Max. This is your opportunity, Max, to uh, reclaim what used to be yours, or at least joint reclaim what used to be yours. Uh, if you can get it done on question number one, uh, the opportunity is there for you. Are you optimistic for it, or you're planning for one of those you know, classic second-round knockouts? Yeah, obviously confidence is high after last last week, even though it was a friendly. Um, but I was quite chuffed with that, so yeah, I'm hoping to bring that into today. <laughs> it's a classic confidence from Max, who's chasing down Liam, who's sitting quite comfortably on the top of the league, and has the opportunity to extend that very comfortable lead. Uh, are you are you confident? Potentially overconfident going into this one? I think I'm potentially overconfident. You know, if, <laughs> if if I if I get if I get two points here, I'm double second. So you know. Uh, admittedly, with a couple of games more played, but um, you know, can't be, can't. I don't think you can be too confident. So, well, Mister Mayonnaise is sitting top of the league. <laughs> Max is here to potentially knock him on his knock, knock him off his perch because he is the home team this week. So Max will be going first in guessing the player, and uh, we're going to kick things off. This player played. 153 times for Carlisle, but never scored once in the league. Ooh, um, so I'm thinking it could be like potentially. Um, well, the fact you said league make was thinking he might have scored in the cup. Um, if Max has gone to work, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with, um, Adam Collin. Adam Collin's a good shout. (laughs) But it's not the player I'm thinking of this week, I'm afraid, Max. Not this week. So uh, the opportunity to at least equal Liam's top of the league, titanish grip has slipped through your fingers. But Liam, your opportunity to extend that lead into a Goliath one lies before you. Who are you guessing? Max, I wouldn't be too worried. I haven't the foggiest... (laughs) Um, I don't think it's a keeper because the way you phrased it makes it sound like he scored in the cup. Um, how can you repeat the clue? How how many appearances was it? One hundred and fifty-three appearances, scoring no league goals. One hundred and fifty Um, four seasons. Um, four seasons. Who we have four seasons. I'm going to say, um, Christ, it's 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 not, but Jason Kennedy. 
I'm going to say Jason Kennedy. Oh, yeah, I think he's gone he's yeah. I know, but I couldn't think of anyone else. You've just got to he's say gone. somebody, haven't you? He's gone for it. He's gone for it. And he was wrong, obviously. He knew that. Uh, Max, has got, the opportunity has gone back to you uh, to uh, to claw back uh, some some points, basically. Uh, so uh, the opportunity for two points on the board. This player is a scouser. Oh, sorry. This player is a tiny scouser who stands at only five foot eight. A tiny scouser. Um, um, I know Mike Jones is a... Well, he is a scouser, I'm pretty sure. But I can't, can't really think of any others. I'm going to say... I'm just going to go with Mike Jones. Pretty sure he did score in the league, but... Yeah, gonna Mike go Jones. We're going to go with Mike Jones. Congratulations, Max! You guessed it right. Well done. It's oh. guessing the player. Really? Sure Mike, the Jones player, Mike Jones definitely scored in the league. He scored the league against Lincoln. I feel he like he scored, scored against Lincoln. I feel like he scored a screamer. Didn't well, he? I'll tell you what. I'm taking that. That's not what Wikipedia said. I'm calling. I'm calling. That's not what Wikipedia said. I'll find. I'll find evidence. Um, for this week, but, um I'll give. I'll if if if, hey, if that's how people want to win, that's fine by me. <laughs> Mr. Alan Ross over here. <laughs> yeah, fair You're enough. definitely looking at Mike Jones, the footballer, and not Mike Jones, the rapper. The worst part <laughs> of that is, I was going to say Mike Jones for the first one, but I remember him scoring Wikipedia against Lincoln. He scored one goal. He scored against Lincoln. <laughs> I mean, you know, Max won but... fair and square, but <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, of course. Well, that happened. Yeah. I'm taking it all the way. It's happened. It's over. <laughs> Wikipedia is my sort. I am yeah. Wikipedia and we're doing it. So you should argue it's not a scouser either. Yeah. Well, you know. I call corruption, yeah. but you know. Technically. <laughs> <laughs> Complete corruption. Well, lads, you know, it's a shit way to end the podcast this week. <laughs> so, you know. Um, not for uh, me. Fuck you all. <laughs> nah, I'll, uh, no, there's, there's really nothing else really left for us to do, to be honest. You know, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure, as it always is, though, uh, to be joined by the company of Brain Trust, Wills, Max, and Liam. Uh, I'll make sure to remember to put your tags and things in the description below this episode and as always it has been an absolute pleasure there isn't really anything else left for us to do apart from saying bye for now bye for now Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Oh.
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.